Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. So let's talk some golf. I'm excited for the Open this weekend. Let's do it with Patrick Everson, senior writer for Covers.com. Patrick, thank you so much for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm great, Ryan. I really appreciate the invite. Happy to uh, jump on with BetMGM tonight. My breaking my maiden here on your show. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so glad to have the Open back after we were robbed from the British. And I still, I still call it the British Open. Is that okay with Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Thank you. I, believe me, I'm not so prim and proper. I'm into the British Open. We don't have to go to the the Open Championship. You know, the champion golfer of the world. Exactly, man. Exactly. So <laughs> let's look at some line movement to start off here. John Rahm opens eleven to one. Now he's sitting here at BetMGM plus seven fifty, fresh off his first major title at the U.S. Open. He's obviously clearly the favorite. Well, let's be. What does the book need coming up this weekend? What does the book need, Pat? Well, it, it is interesting. As you noted, Rom's made a nice little move. I think he opened the second choice. Cause you, and you got to keep in mind, uh, your listeners, that these markets have opened you know, many months ago at mm-hmm. most sports books, some, in, some as far back as December, but certainly by January when they got a better grip of how this season was hopefully going to evolve. Unlike last year, as you noted, we missed the British Open. Rom's not bad to – I spoke with a couple of folks behind the counter over the last couple of days at Bedham Jam Nevada. Now, that's strictly speaking to Nevada – basically the Las Vegas market. And Scott Shelton told me last night, Monday night, uh, that Rom is actually a really good outcome for the book. He's certainly getting some tickets and so forth, but but not to the level that some of the others are that have a little bit longer prices. Some people see that short price and, and, and think they'd rather turn a little into a lot more than what that is. So they're not bad to Rom at all. Here in Vegas, they're mainly keyed in on Kepka, Brooks Kepka, and Louis Eusthuizen. Those two are both in the top three in tickets and in the top three in money wagered, and Rory McIlroy is the third in both of those equations. But uh, Kepka right now is number one in liability along with that, and Eusthuizen is number two. So those are among the guys near the top of the odds board, at or near the top, you know, in that anywhere from the plus 750 of Rom to the 28, I believe, or so that, that Eusthuizen is. Uh, those are two guys that they're rooting against for sure. Yeah, so do me a favor here, Patrick, and talk me off of Brooks Kepka because I know that's one of the biggest liabilities <laughs> to the book, but, man, I want to back him. And every time I do, he's an absolute disaster. Every time I stay away, he's fantastic. Talk me off of Brooks Kepka right now, 14-1 to 1 over at BetMGM. Gosh, I don't know. If, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can, Ryan, because I have to try to talk myself out of him too. Yeah. Now, I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't put anything down yet, but I am. I always have... You know, I, I always try to do, you know, three or four futures and then maybe look at some top fives, top tens, top 20s uh, to see if I can mix in something to, to try and bail me out in case my winner doesn't win. And, and I'm kind of the same as you. I don't bet Kepka when I should and I avoid him when I shouldn't or, or I guess I don't bet him when I should and I do bet him when I shouldn't, I should say. Yeah. So I'm kind of in your same boat. I don't know what to make of this. I like I'm not. At odds with the price, fourteen to one, I think is is reasonable. And you know, of course, you can shop around. Maybe you'll find something better. But um, I'm going to be hard pressed to not take him this week. But um, I think if, if there's one way to to maybe talk you out of it, and it's probably how I'm going to talk myself out of it potentially too, is I I do feel like you know 
it's the British Open, the Open Championship, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It certainly wouldn't be surprising at all. I mean, Shane Lowry won it two years ago. McElroy is certainly at home in these kind of uh, conditions and this kind of and the, you know in these link style golf courses and so forth. And and it does seem you know you know, it may play more to a European strength. So maybe find a European, uh, an Englishman or an Irishman or, or or somebody else who's more into that links golf that uh, they could sub in for Kepka. What are your thoughts on Bryson heading into the weekend? Because obviously his open championship history, not great. Uh, his caddy just left him, but he is coming off that big victory with Aaron Rodgers uh, last week in the, in, in the match. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Bryson coming into this week? I was actually kind of surprised to see that price with him because I figure he's going to be getting a lot of public action. Yeah, that's, that's actually a, a, a really good question. And I was talking to, I've talked to a couple of different odds makers ab, ab, about him. He's, he's come up, I guess, in the course of conversation. Didn't ask about him specifically, but it, as they discussed who was good and who was bad. And, and DeChambeau is, is not necessarily a bad outcome for some of these, for some of these places. And one, one person told me there's really been no interest in Bryson at all. And to, to your point about the, you know, the new caddy on the bag, mm-hmm. uh, Lynx golf may not be a really, it doesn't generally isn't a great fit for his game and the way he's trying to shape his game these days. So I don't, I don't think they would, uh, you know, from who I've talked to so far, uh, Bet MGM didn't know he may be, he may be a bit of a liability at Bet MGM, but in talking with Scott Shelton and, and Jeff Stoneback here in Las Vegas, Neither one of them noted him, and when I look at the uh, uh, the email that uh, in an email that John Ewing with BetMGM sent over on Monday, you know when he's noting ticket count and handle and liabilities for BetMGM nationwide, all the jurisdictions that BetMGM serves, uh, with you know with Las Vegas a key one of course, but obviously New Jersey and Mississippi and Michigan and so on and so on, he doesn't really come up at all. He is about uh, looks like he's about seventh or eighth overall in tickets and perhaps in that range in money, but uh, but it looks like there's a lot of other golfers that that people are more interested in. Yeah, when we talk highest ticket percentage, obviously no big surprise to see Jordan Spieth on that list. And I always mm-hmm. like Spieth in the Open because if you look at his game, I mean elite on approach and around the greens, you know he's one guy that I trust. What are your thoughts on Jordan Spieth, eighteen to one? I think he's a good go, and I just wish – I mean, I, I wish I had the feeling that some people had months ago, whether it was for the Masters. And I, look, and I know he didn't win the Masters. I know he didn't win the U.S. Open and, yeah. and, and so on. But some people had an inkling months ago that when he was at the bottom and all of a sudden you were getting him at 60-1 to 1 or 70-1 to 1 in some of these tournaments, that the corner was going to – come and he was going to he was going to get back in contention you could have had him at 40 to 1 at BetMGM back on on January 27th which is when these odds open like I said these have been up for several months I'll tell you what I'd love a piece of Jordan Spieth at 40 to 1 right now I know now whether I'll take him at 16 uh, ish or uh, whatever he's at right now I think he's in the 16 range I may still take him because I don't feel like I, I look I think Rahm is a great golfer he's obviously a phenomenal golfer but I'm I tend to bet a little more uh, I mean, he's probably a public play because he's a favorite, but I tend to bet more publicly in the sense of a little to make a little more or a lot. And I just feel like the value has kind of been sucked out of John Rahm all the way down to plus 750. But but somebody in the mid-teens like a Rory or Jordan or Brooks or, or, or JT, I mean, I think those guys are definitely worth a look. Another guy, if, if I'm looking for some value, and we could get into some maybe some long shots here in a couple of minutes, Patrick, but I was looking sure. at Patrick Reed, and I was actually kind of surprised to find mm-hmm. that number with Reed right now over at BetMGM. 
33 to 1. I feel like anytime we overlook Patrick Reed, that's when he's just fantastic all weekend long. What are your thoughts on him heading into, into this uh, tourney? Well, I, look, I think he's, he's somebody good to look at for sure. And, you know, and I've heard, you know, one or two operators actually note that some, that, that some of the, some of their customers are definitely on Patrick Reed. And I've heard this really, I heard this, uh, you know, go into the U S open and go into the masters too. His name comes up pretty regularly. So he's certainly somebody who's worth a look and he's always going to be in that, you know, top 10, well, not always, but frequently going to be in that top 10 to 15 in tickets and money. Um, you know, he's, he's, if you can stomach him, look, there's no denying he's a tremendous golfer. Exactly. <laughs> Let's put it that way. He's not a guy I particularly I always stomach well, but I can't deny that he can play, and uh, he's certainly somebody worth a look who you're going to get a little more value on for sure. I completely agree. We're talking right now with Patrick Everson here on BetMGM Tonight, Ryan Horvat, and we are talking with, as I just said, Patrick Everson, senior writer for Covers.com. All right, any long shots that you like? Because like you said, man, I, I would love to play John Rahm, but why am I going to play Rahm plus 750? Even... I wish I was even getting a better number on Kepka, fourteen to one. Any long shots you like? Right, and you and I, it's kind of an uh, uh, enunciated, have, have both agree on that. Look, personally, I bet Ricky Fowler every time he's playing. I, I know, me like too, me too. Why, why like do we do this to ourselves, though? Well, we here's well, I can't speak for you, but I might <laughs> speak for you. Speaking for me, I just like. I mean, he's 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 Mickelson-esque, but not quite so. You know, not quite so broad and huge present. He's just a good guy who seems like he should win one of these tournaments. I know. And it was so disappointing when he didn't qualify for the U.S. Open. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't bet Ricky. No, he's just a good guy, and he's got that. Uh, I, I encourage your listeners to go uh, Google Golf Boys 2.0. Watch that. It's the goofiest thing you've ever seen, but it's hilarious. And I bet him every time, and I always link to that when I bet him. I said, hey, I bet Ricky. Here's the video to this. Really screwy, but I, I he's just a likable guy, and I do think he's a really good golfer, and he may he may have a chance this week. I hear he's getting a little bit of attention this week, but um, I think Ricky's a, a, a good one, a little bit further down the board. Um, I've heard a little bit uh, around Matthew Fitzpatrick from BetMGM and from others. Uh, you know, Tommy Fleetwood, you know, like he, uh, he's an Englishman. He's he's certainly familiar with these kind of courses and this kind of game, and I think he's he's a guy I really like too. Uh, he's just, he just seems like a, a good guy and a genuinely fun guy to bet for and, and hope he breaks through. But, but yeah, I like Fleetwood. I like Fowler a little bit. I'll probably throw a little bit on him. You know, maybe Lee Westwood's interesting. He's having kind of this, you know, re, you know, rebound year, renaissance year. He's, he's played pretty well this season. Um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe he pulls a, pulls a Mickelson and at this latter stage of his career, he, he finds a way to get it done in his home, basically on home soil. I'm so glad that you brought up Westwood and Englishman because obviously over at BetMGM you could bet the top English player and Hatton's plus 500, mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick 5-1, to one, Paul Casey plus 550. But I was looking at Lee Westwood and I was actually kind of surprised at that price. 7-1 to one odd. Anything you like there as far as top English player or top European player? I like those the, the two I mentioned, Westwood yeah. and Fleetwood. I don't know if I'll bet them both, but those are the two I like. I don't know what, what Fleetwood's number is there, but uh, on that prop specifically. But I do I do like that. I think those are and I think seven to one is, is, is good. I think he's playing I feel like he's playing pretty well this year. He seems to have found, you know, kind of a new groove, I guess. He's, he came out to, he came out here to Vegas and got married and went to a Golden Knights game and and then and everybody was like, Oh my gosh, he's gonna go straight from there down to the US Open and there's no way he's gonna play well at the US Open. And he actually 
if I recall correctly, afford, you know, accorded himself pretty well down there. Um, just an, another good golfer who, who knows what it's like to play in these situations and to play in those conditions that, that exist at the British Open, whether it's the wind or the rain and, of course, link-style golf and so forth. Um, I, think he's, I think he's an interesting one for that top British golfer. I love all the props. Love the prop. I know. I absolutely do too. Is there any? Is there anybody in matchups or anybody just this weekend that you're going to look to fade, or maybe anybody that you're going to look to target in some matchups? That's a good question. I don't generally do the. I like. I like. I like the top tens and top twenties, and yeah. I like the futures just because the futures are just so much fun. But if I'm looking, you know, I, I think I think DeChambeau and and his odds kind of show it a little bit. Um, is, is, has been faded a little bit. I haven't looked at the latest to bet MGM to see exactly where where uh, where DeChambeau's at, but I think he's down a little bit. Yeah, he's at thirty to one. Thirty to one, yeah. So so clearly he's somebody who's been you know been faded, and and people feel like that this you know this championship, these, this type of course, the setup and so forth, just doesn't suit his game. So I mean, if you're thinking about him, I would seriously. I would follow what everybody else is doing in this case, or what a lot of people are doing in this case, and and fade to Shambo. It just doesn't seem like uh, perhaps perhaps the right player. I have heard that uh, you know that Hovland is getting some action, and that's you know he and um, and Shoffley are, are two players among others whose names I keep hearing coming up major after major after major over the last you know two years. You know they just even even turn them even week to week on the regular PGA Tour. Shoffley and Hovland seem to come up. Get mentioned quite a bit, and uh, as does Abraham Hanser, who was a bit, a little bit of a long shot. Um, and you know, maybe it's maybe it's the time for one of them to break through. But I, but but those are players that I like betting Shoffley. I bet Sh- I'm a regular on Shoffley, and, yeah. and and I have people who I respect, betters who I respect, who are regularly on Victor Hovland. And you brought up John Ewing, and you know he sends us over this great information, and we see there's a notable mm-hmm. bet that was been placed on Shoffley. So I'm glad that you brought mm-hmm. up his name. You brought up the top five, the top tens, anything that you're looking to play there, because those are also my favorite bets. Because I mean, it's so hard to hit the outrights, man. But I love the top tens. Right, I'll 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 probably you know if they've got Fowler in a top five, top ten, t- probably not top. I'll bet him to win, and then if he's in a top ten or a top twenty, I'll bet him there too. Probably won't bet him top five because I just feel like you know I'm hoping to get lucky on a win, but I don't know that he's going to necessarily be top five. But I feel like he's got a top ten or top twenty in him, so I'll probably bet him there. I like I like that one. I might throw, especially since his odds are kind of long. Just for fun, I might throw Mickelson in on a on a on a top five or top ten. Uh, I think that would be fun. And and uh, and in case you're curious, a couple of bets that um, uh, that came through in Las Vegas yeah. that uh, that John that John hadn't noted yet. Um, since you mentioned the uh, the large payout potential on Shoffley, five thousand dollar play on Kepka at fourteen to one. So that's a that's a potential seventy thousand dollar winner. Five hundred dollars on answer at eighty to one. Wow! So that's a that's a, a substantial payout, but forty thousand, I believe. 